Welcome to the Cryptomaniacs Podcast. Join Taskmaster 4450 and John G. Olson each and every week as they dive into the crazy world of cryptocurrency. If you are new to crypto or you've been through a few bear markets in the past, this podcast is for you. It's time to start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, welcome to another fun-filled episode of the Cryptomaniacs podcast. Always fun, always filled. Right, Task? Isn't your day filled with, with this show? Like, don't you feel fulfilled with this show? Uh, no? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, 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 I get a lot of information and knowledge. In, in fact, I, I did see the replay of, of your show last night. Oh. I don't usually catch it. I, I caught the replay. Thanks for because I threw it up on Threads, right? Admit it. Exactly. Thanks yeah. for putting it where I could find it. See, Threads works. Threads and, works. And uh, yeah. I must say, I was rather impressed to see John G. Olson describing and talking about DeFi. That was impressive, and his views on DeFi. So I'm just a, I'm just a wealth of knowledge, man. I'm just now, now, also, John, I, I will have to tell you, we are under a time constraint because uh, from what, what Matt Starkers told me, uh, Eddie has the pool boy coming over and then he's going to get the nails <laughs> to his poodle trim. Uh, so, you know, he, he lives that posh lifestyle unlike the rest of us uh, are who are slumming it and, you but, know, with his pool yeah. and his poodle. And, you know, he might have to meet, meet some friends for, for lunch at the... Uh, Ritzy place, but uh, what what Starkers doesn't know is that I fired the pool guy and now I'm the pool guy. <laughs> now I became the pool guy. Well, so, when, yeah, uh, when you fire the help, you it all falls <laughs> to you. That that'll teach you. Uh, we are delayed, everybody, uh, and, and we're we're happy to have Eddie Spino here. Uh, back for his second or third time john one of the two uh, second, second time second time no no extra badge though just he got the first one okay and, yeah i'm too lazy to send multiples sorry um uh, hmm. we were a little delayed as everybody knows but that's because eddie had the all-important uh developer meeting for the speak network which i guess he had they have every tuesday and uh i i did ask uh dan and starkers to give give me a little bit of uh, blackmail material so we could do a little <laughs> virtual waterboarding of you to get some some information of what's going on so i don't know uh they don't tell me shit so you probably don't <laughs> either uh, so anyway eddie it's great to have you back uh john's happy that you're here and uh so what's been going on with you anything uh you want to kick off with what, what have you been up to give uh, us an update since the last time well, since the last time we had the Hive Creators proposal that was only for two months, and we have the we have been helping create. Uh, as you may know, this proposal, the Hive Creators was like um, to help with the marketing, not to do all the marketing from Hive, but to help with uh, some things related to marketing. So something that we have been doing is uh, design, uh, like for social media and infographics and, uh, and all kind of stuff for Hive. Also, we have helped design for, with the design for some events, and we also have helped uh, 
with some events, with local events in, especially in Venezuela, like a meetup for hivers and content creators, and also meetups where new, new users are attracted to to join Hive. And we have, I, I don't know how many, how, how many events we've had, but uh, it's we have helped with some of, of with part of the budget that from the funds from, from the proposal have gone to create these these events and uh, so also we with hive creators we help with the design of uh, the street workout community which is a community that was born uh, earlier uh, this year and and we help with the with the design of the of the banners and also designed for other stuff that they they used in the for some certificates of participation that they gave all the the people that were doing the street workout exhibitions so it's it's been fun and another thing is that we the my project uh, called aliento we began uh, four months and a half we began the the witness note for hive that's something that we we began and we are already in position number 55 or something we've been relegated to the bottom of the barrel for hive witnesses man like i, I don't know what you gotta do like whose well, hand you gotta shake to like get any type of support but Let's just say that for for us personally, hive witnessing is just—it's definitely not a money maker. It's, I mean, we it's take difficult. a loss every month. Uh, yeah, we uh, at the moment, I think it's it's mostly because uh, we have the support from they call me dance boat, and that's why it's that's how it's keeping at least positive. So, so what's the secret handshake? You need? <laughs> I mean, you know, what's the you, is there a secret handshake? You gotta like hold his thumb a certain way, or like what, what is it? I, you know, yeah, it's fun. It's whatever. I mean, you know, I just, I just, I, I, I vote for you guys. I'm sure. I what, what, what yeah. position are you in, John? I think we're in 80th or something. <laughs> just, uh, it's just depressing, dude. It's like you will need that to have to be at like three dollars to in order to get even or something like that. Yeah, it's, or, <laughs> yeah, it's a loss every month, but it's we we make up for it with our hive witness, hive engine witness. Okay, our hive okay. engine witness. We're in top ten there. So that so, so you just to, kind of like balance them out and say, okay, our witness operation breaks even. Yeah, we're fine. I mean, you know, it's 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 great. We love it. You know, in high engine witness, you earn B as or what did you earn? Well, <laughs> they changed that up. So it was B. They used to give you liquid B. Now they're giving you staked B. Oh, okay. Um, but so you have to power it down. Power down, but they doubled it. So oh, okay. instead of one B, you're getting the two, you know, so they doubled it, which is cool. It's so we, we actually have two witnesses there. So one, we're going to keep powered up and then the other one, mm -hmm. we're going to keep powering down to, to pay for things. So it's, it's cool. I mean, you know, again, and just like Tass said with my amazing DeFi stuff I did yesterday, <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm really excited about all the tribal decks, DeFi pools and everything, just because it's built on um, Hive, there's no fees. So for me, I, you know anything um, you can do to support it. So. Did you have and, a? And it's not. It's not a. It's not a. 
Ethereum and he doesn't have to use MetaMask. So that really <laughs> seals the deal. Tribal decks may not even work, but as long as John doesn't have to use MetaMask, he's happy. And you guys don't have a, a speak note yet? Or are no. you planning to have one? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. It's just my business partner um, has about... 20 billion things he's working on mm -hmm. <laughs> so he's we we wanted to do we wanted to do the splinterlands one we wanted to do the speak one okay. uh it's just him him he's he's got about a month and a half left of craziness and then he's full-time working on our stuff so mm -hmm. in about a month and a half we'll be able to really crush a lot of stuff that we wanted to do so yeah and in the meantime you you keep pushing them about another app or something like I, that. yeah i just i bug him about things so i'm sure he it's kind of like i bug you eddie every every now and again when there's something wrong with uh three speak and i can't upload something <laughs> i usually um, I, I feel bad though dude like i've like i i don't i never want to bring it up in discord because i'm like mm -hmm. i know what it's like to get people like oh this doesn't work this it's just like yes we, we're well aware that is, the last See, thing, you know, I, I do that, and Eddie tells me contact Voltec. I can't do I can't do anything. So uh, <laughs> at the uh, the moment, I don't have the skills, and we are at the moment uh, in three speak. We are uh, trying to get more developers that can do the things that Voltec can, because sometimes Voltec is busy or is with other stuff, and we're working on. <laughs> lately, we've been having problems with the encoding a lot so because we have the the beta testers in the encoding i don't know if you guys are beta test in, on three speak but mm. it's a, they use another type of they they use encoding nodes instead of using the normal encoding that mm, three speak has so mm. in this this encoding nodes can be anyone uh, at the moment is uh Voltec and Sagar, who is developing the mobile the mobile version of 3Speak, both for Android and iOS. So they they get the videos and they encode them and they get a tiny fraction, like a one percent from the video that they encoded, and then they that way they are rewarded. At the moment, it's like that. In the future, they will get one of the the tokens from Speak Network. In the future. So, so that is fun because we're getting sometimes people that are waiting like hours and hours <laughs> for their video to encode, but we're, we're working on that to make it uh, more so they can detect the failures and auto reset and it's encoded. Well, it's encoded because if Baltic doesn't do anything, maybe sometimes it will never be encoded. So it's it's fun and it's uh, it's frustrating for me because I, I I get all I'm always active on Discord or mostly always, and I get all the complaints and I can't do anything. I I have to sometimes also bother Baltic, dude. But I don't. I, don't I, I feel you. like you. I I don't want to. <laughs> I I don't care. I I, I don't hmm. care. I just want to. So the the, the users are getting their videos out mm -hmm. but yeah it's been it's been working fine for me mm -hmm. since i had that talk with you last time um it takes time it takes longer for me but that's mostly mm -hmm. because of my situation like i'm out using satellite internet so it okay. takes longer to upload but also, it, it goes through all the time 
So it, it also yeah. depends uh, on the weight of the video. So right. something that has worked for me is to uh, to reduce the size of the video yeah. and then uh, upload it. The uploader will be faster and also the encoding will be faster because so, uh, when you have problems with the upload, it, it is mostly because of your internet most, most of the times, right. unless mm -hmm. 3Speak is having an issue. But after the upload is completed, you can close the window, you can even turn off your computer. And when it's encoding, it's already on 3Speak hands. And if there's an issue, there's an issue on 3Speak. Right. So uh, mm -hmm. uh, we're looking for uh, options to do that faster. It's been working fine. It's been working perfect for me for the past couple of weeks now. It was just that that about a week and a half where I couldn't get it uploaded, and I would I would ninja kick my computer, and I would try you know throwing. But it, it was on the, the upload part, right? <clears throat> it was or... most. It was ninety nine percent my fault like okay. with my my internet every there was once where i was just like dude i it's it's sitting there and mm. it says saved but i can't save it and that was uh, that once but other than that was just the one time and now it's it's fine for, for it's example really if people don't have the beta tester role and they have a, a failure in the upload because their internet is not working fine and for example in venezuela there where they have a lot of cuts on the internet and the, and the when with uh, with the electricity too and you could have like your video 95 percent and you are waiting three hours and you have that problem your video will start from you will have to start all over again but if you are a beta tester your video mm -hmm. will be saved and you will lose like five percent and you will resume the upload so that's mm -hmm. one of the features of the beta testing that we are we're still trying to improve well <laughs> the developers yeah, i right. just i just get the complaints and, and the feedback <laughs> dude you're like the punching bag for three speed yeah. and uh, and most of we have a big group in the hispanic community the three speak in spanish mm -hmm. and we have more members in spanish than the official three speak telegram group like we have oh, like 400 400 people well that's it's actually a really good segue into this um there was someone put a i, I don't think it was doze um it was someone it was someone one of those guys that's really good with numbers they threw some mm -hmm. demographics up it was a couple of weeks ago and they showed the like the user base of different countries mm -hmm. and it was like venezuela everyone else mm -hmm. like <laughs> crazy like like mind-blowing and i think it was even the demographics and and some of the ratings for for something like three speak like three speak had massive traffic from venezuela everywhere else mm -hmm. was just like you know whatever amazing yes, I, we I, have I, a lot I mean, of a lot of creators and mm -hmm. And they are the ones or some of the ones that have more pro problems with electricity or more. Sometimes they have to do it from their phones with with uh, with their phone data instead of a right. Wi-Fi. And also, you know that I don't know if you've seen that in 3Speak, you can choose the language of your yep, video. Yep. So mm -hmm. there are some stats. And of course, English is still the number one, but mm -hmm. Spanish is second in, That's awesome. in the... In the creation of the in the creation of videos or the uploads love it. Let, let, love let me ask you a question eddie and, and you know i i don't know how to, to size it up or or what metrics to use but when we look at cryptocurrency uh adoption if you will if we mm -hmm. start to look at cryptocurrency users uh obviously venezuela 
you're looking at a country a that there, there's a, a fairly large po portion of the population that is mm -hmm. financially displaced it, it's a lot of issues going on in venezuela and have been for for a number of years so the ability to create content obviously the venezuelans like mm -hmm. most other other people in, in most other nations very creative very insightful and they're going to take to something like three speak when you look at the spanish-speaking countries if you will versus let's say the english-speaking countries do you think the and i don't know if you can size it up do you think the crypto penetration rate the crypto adoption rate the crypto acceptance is greater in the spanish-speaking countries uh like central america south america as opposed to the english-speaking countries i mean what what do you have a feel on that i mean because you just said the spanish-speaking telegram group is bigger uh, the spanish-speaking three-speak group has more members than the, the three-speak in general which if crypto is being embraced more by the spanish-speaking countries that would say well that stat is not out of line what, what's your mm -hmm. feeling on well, I think it's because uh, in the U.S. or in Canada or in Europe and other places, uh, most of the people that are in crypto, they have other streams of income. They have, they have their job, they have their business, and most of them, crypto is like a side hustle or something extra, and they have spare money, or even with those... Uh, those checks that they got uh with the what's the name of well, the pandemic checks that they got the monthly i i forgot the name most of most people the, that was extra money for them and they decided to put it in bitcoin or other coins so that from one side and from in places like venezuela or maybe other places like uh in africa and like nigeria crypto is more than a side hustle it's like the way to it can be the main income stream or a way for in order to survive uh, what i mean by survival like buying food buying medicine mm -hmm. and other stuff so i think that when you put it that way people will take it more seriously sometimes and they will uh because in places like venezuela they don't they don't have other options they don't have a lot of options uh at, at the moment with the crisis and everything uh so so they have to it's a it's a to it can be good and then it can be bad because when crypto is good or when hive is good they can earn a lot for example when hive was in two or three dollars they they could earn a lot but when hive goes down and is is their only stream of income it can be because their <laughs> their income can be cut in half or even lower because they are because upvotes up have like a cap or or you can only create that much content or be re, or your content can be regarded so i think it's it it has a bigger adoption in that way uh, because at least on hive you don't have to invest like money you, you can, of course you mm -hmm. will invest time you will invest energy you will have to to learn how to do things correctly because if you don't do we know that if you in hive don't have all the information and don't do not do the things correctly or start doing 
bad things like plagiarism uh, and such things, it can be it can be very bad and you will not be able to earn anything. So, so I think uh, talking about maybe other crypto projects, there are a lot of also a lot of people joining in Venezuela. I know that you can pay already a lot of things with, with crypto or with Binance, even if it's a centralized exchange, you can, you can pay directly on businesses on, you can buy pizza, you can order food, you can pay for a car or a, I don't know if it's exactly an Uber or something else, but I know that you, you can do that because their their normal economic system or their, their, their fiat is not very, you have even a limit on how much you can withdraw from a, from an ATM in Venezuela. You, you don't have like all these all the opportunities that you can do with, with crypto. And here in Mexico, we're starting to, to see some things. For example, in Mexico, we have a very big exchange called Bitso. And Bitso has, uh, it's even, for example, Bitso is even sponsoring a sports team in Mexico. Mm -hmm. Like uh, one of the big sports teams of, of uh, well, here in Mexico, we call it only uh, football board, uh, soccer. <laughs> uh, but the there's a team called uh, Tigres from Monterrey, and that uh, that team is sponsored by Bitso. So we're starting to see more more of those things, and they even have Bitso has collaborations with the Mexican team, like the, the official Mexican team, the uh, the national team. They did some even some NFTs, and it's starting to to, to begin. There's a there's a place in Mexico City called the Bitcoin Embassy, the Bitcoin Embassy Bar, where there's a Bitcoin ATM. There's also a senator from Nuevo León that's promoting the adoption of crypto. Uh, she wants to do something similar of what is what has been done in El Salvador. That's her goal of that senator. And there are more and more uh, talks with some of uh, some parts of the government uh, but some also there's some resistance the the, pres the for example the president is not not very fond or some of the main heads of the economy or or from some some banks are not so there are the the two types uh, the fourth man in the fourth richest man in mexico which is uh, salinas pliego ricardo salinas pliego he he's a bitcoiner but but he's a maximalist <laughs> so so that's <laughs> so that's something cross him off the list <laughs> but he started accepting bitcoin on his store he sells and he store he sells from tvs to to bedrooms and and furniture to motorcycles and he started accepting bitcoin so there's a little bit and you got you got a dis discount if you paid with bitcoin you got a discount, but you have to pay the fees also. That maybe it's not a lot depending on where or how, on how you send the Bitcoin. But now, now in Mexico, uh, we can, for example, this this bar that I was talking about, they accept Lightning, Lightning mm. uh, transfers, BTC Lightning. So I could go there. I haven't gone because it's not very close to my city. Uh, but I could go and pay with Hive or HBD. 
and have a pay with that my my, I, I, my needle. I, I remember the last time you were on, you were mentioning um, like hive adoption in Mexico and how you were slowly <laughs> like trying it's, to get more people. It's, it's harder. How's that going? It's, that it's harder than, than in Venezuela because, well, in Venezuela, as I was saying earlier, they don't have a lot of options. So hive is right. like very attractive for them. Here in Mexico, the economy is not the, the greatest. But most of the people have at least some a, a job, a right, right, regular right. job. Most of the people have, uh, they, they can get a job is, easily. Maybe not, it's not paid well, but, but, but we, are, we are some Mexicans in Hive. We want to make a meetup maybe at the end of this year or at the end of, or, or next year. And we want to, to talk with Roland, even I know that uh, a Nomad Soul is trying to yeah. convince him to have uh, the high fest in in Cancun or something like that, <laughs> or in a place like that, like 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 a beach in Mexico. Mm. That will that will be something something we, cool. We, we really need to have something in North America on North America. I mean, it's. You know, Are you guys going to the high fest? Or no, neither of us will get out of the country for very. We're not days. allowed. <laughs> I, I don't i don't have my vaccines man so oh, you know, okay. I don't have a i'm a plague so. to society apparently so you know i i, yeah. I can't even that's, leave uh, mm. i guess i could file for one but that'll take two years well that, that's a story for a day i'd love to hear that story of why you can't uh, leave the country that's a that's an uh, interesting well, you know it's uh Young that's why the threat of regulation doesn't really scare me. I've I've been to law or two in the United States in my time, and uh, so you, you will, we will have to have the high face in Florida or where in some somewhere. Yeah, or or we pick a state that's really cheap in in the United mm -hmm. States. Uh, oh well, I mean, well that's you know, Splinter Fest is happening in Vegas in a couple okay. of months, right? Vegas so. isn't usually cheap. <laughs> well, yeah, it is. It depends on the time of the year. It's it's actually. That, like true. if you do something in January, February, you can get a room on the strip for like you know less than a hundred bucks a night. Um, like an Airbnb or something like that. Oh yeah, you could do way cheaper than that. It's just you mm -hmm. just pick the time of the year, right? Like um, yeah, and but, if you're like two blocks off the strip, it's like twenty five percent of the price. I mean, it's, right. everybody yeah. wants yeah. to be on the strip. But it's to well, get there is cheap. To fly mm -hmm. to Vegas is astronomically yeah, cheaper than going to like chicago or something that's true because you know? there's eight thousand flights from every airport to vegas mm -hmm. i was in vegas airport like maybe like seven years ago or so mm -hmm. in the vegas airport oh yeah did you they, get arrested get while there no that's cool. that's cool. <laughs> i had my visa i still have my visa i, I could go mm -hmm. to the u.s if i wanted I haven't been there in some time, but I, I could go. Well, don't worry. They still they'll still cost you at the airport. They they still you know strip search you and do all the wonderful mm -hmm. things because of the Patriot Act. Let let me ask you a question in Mexico, just out of curiosity. You have the peso, uh, which mm -hmm. is your your national currency. Uh, how important are dollars there? Uh, mm -hmm. Are are they highly sought after? Is it? Are there a lot of them floating around? Uh, is it a situation where if you walk in any establishment and they say, okay, it's X number of pesos, you'll say, hey, but I want to pay in dollars and they'll take it. It, and they'll make it, it depends. Uh, it depends on the part of the of the country where I live in close to Mexico City. So I'm like in the 
center of the of the country so here we only use pesos only mm. pesos of course you can go to the bank and exchange buy dollars yeah. or sell your dollars but i know that if, for example in tijuana where dan lives uh, many of the transactions are in dollars or there are some people that if you're if you're renting a room or you're renting a house they ask you to pay in dollars but that's because you are like in the in the borderline with with the us so it depends on i believe that the states or the cities that are in the in the border with the us they use a lot they they use the dollar a lot but the rest of the country i from my experience we mostly use the peso mexican pesos that has been doing kind of good you know that the euro was one one i don't know at the moment if it's less than a dollar a little bit less or the same as a dollar but the peso is hanging on of course it was it increased right now with uh let me let me check here with less than 20 pesos 19 pesos with 35 cents you can buy a one dollar but of course this uh, like maybe before 2008 it was with 10 pesos you bought a dollar so when the crisis of 2008 began it went like to 15 pesos and then started to go up but it has been stable at least for now <laughs> which is something not that bad or yeah you, you, get, you get into the currencies and and that i i think and i wrote about this is is one of the ways for those and, and obviously mexico I think has a grand advantage uh, as compared to some other countries that we can point to because of its proximity to the United States, mm -hmm. um, because of the shift away from the globalization of manufacturing. I, I project over, and I think we talked about last time, that over the next five years, I think there's going to be a lot of American manufacturing business that ends up located in Mexico, a great deal more than is already now. Uh, mm -hmm. which is obviously going to tie the, the two economies together to a much greater degree. Um, but what's always interesting to me is in some countries, it's very, very hard to get a hold of the dollar the, okay. that's preferred because it, it's mm -hmm. more stable a lot of times than the native currency. And either your banks won't give it, uh, they don't have it, or if you have physical currency, obviously you're in, in risk at risk of being you know, robbed and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. And this is where high back dollar, I think, is very, okay. very powerful, where it can give people in those type of countries access to the U.S. dollar in terms mm -hmm. of the unit of account, yet they don't have to go through the hassle of actually trying to acquire dollars. Because, yes. and a lot of people, especially in the developed world, we don't think about the impact that an increase in the dollar has upon native currencies, uh, whether it's the Nera, if I'm pronounced that correctly, perhaps the pesos, the uh, Bolivar in Venezuela, you know, a lot of these different currencies can get adversely affected, especially it gets on an exponential scale. If you have like Venezuela, a lot of mismanagement and a lot of corruption and, and all that stuff taking place. And 
an economic collapse. Argentina's in a rough shape right now. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times, like you were saying, the, the parity or, or the, the conversion from the peso to the dollar, a lot of times you can look at some of these countries and say, you know what, it really doesn't matter because if somebody is like using HBD as a savings account, mm-hmm. they are actually protecting themselves against that fluctuation of their native currency and and the depreciation of their native currency because at some point they'll be able to take the hbd which is a dollar equivalent uh in hive and flip it out for their native currency which they'll end up getting more of yes and so i think that's a use case that is really not talked about enough globally because i i think you do have a lot of people who are on hive like John, like myself, like people over in Western Europe. So, you know, things will bounce around, but the economies and the currencies are are still fairly stable as mm-hmm. compared. I mean, you know, John may bitch about what's going on in Canada, but what's going on in Canada versus Turkey, Venezuela, Argentina, it's not even close. And I think that's really when we look at targeting where are areas that we can provide a solution. I think that's a powerful solution. I, th- I think it's uh, it's attractive. We we need to get the word out there, and we something that I think we need uh, in Hive in general is to get uh, HBD listed in more exchanges because at the moment you can, well, you can get HBD on Bitrex, but for example, not not all countries have access to Bitrex. I, I I know that Venezuela don't have, they don't have access to Bitrex. They can create an account. In Mexico, I can have access to Bitrix, but sometimes the withdrawals are suspended. So, yeah. so that, 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 the last sometimes, time, uh, sometimes they actually go through. Most times, okay. Suspended. Most times, most times. But when we had the last uh, run of the HBD that went to three dollars, it was because on Bitrix they were suspended, and it was in seventy cents. But in so the people on the Koreans in Nubit, they decided, well, let's let's pump this. Let's pump this uh, this coin, and we had that. So I have a friend in Mexico that was doing exactly what, what you're saying, not with HBD because he's not a hype user, but he was using Bitso. Uh, it's, maybe it's not the most secure thing because it's an exchange, and they can can be hacked, and they can keep your 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 coins. But he was using Bitso to buy. I think at that time was True USD, which is a stablecoin. And he was instead of buying dollars, like physical dollars, he was buying the dollars directly on the exchange. And keeping that, we know that that's not the safe. It will be safer to have them on on hype and to have them on savings. And we know we get at the moment we get the 20 percent APR. And because Bitso now offers an APR, but it's like five or six percent, something like that. And what, what is, do they pay that? What do they pay that out in? Uh, I was trying to log in to check, but they they pay that in on the stable coin, I believe. But it's like five or six percent on weekly. They pay that weekly. I haven't I haven't tried it, but I I know that it's it's there. Let me let me see if I can log into my Bits account to to check that. That that to it, me that brings up the the question of sustainability because either a you get you do like uh uh some of them do they pay out in their native token which is fine if they have growth if they have development if if they have like binance where 
you know, they keep building and adding stuff. I know uh, Binance is not popular with a lot of people, but in mm-hmm. terms of the business model, you, you really can't argue with some of what they've done. And, and CZ's done a fine job, in my opinion, of getting utility mm-hmm. to his his platform, building out different aspects, whether it's a BSC and, and the BNB token, you know, providing utility through the exchange for the BNB token, um, you know, running the arbitrage bots and all the different things they do there to, to create revenue. Uh, so... But how many do that? Then on top of that, if they are paying out in native token, how are they sustainability? How are they not in native token? Excuse me, in like USDC. Mm-hmm. How are they generating that USDC? I'm not sure because it's not like uh, I have a. I have here the the patient. They say it's uh, up to eight percent. I don't know, maybe on their on their fees, but I will yeah, have maybe. to. I, I, because I haven't, I haven't tried it. I haven't researched it well enough. Yeah, maybe it, maybe it's on the trading fees, but it mm-hmm. it uh, it get gets into one of those situations where, I mean, we know exactly where the twenty percent uh, for HBD is coming from. Yes, and we know what what's driving that. And, um, and some people and we can, know we know that if if that gets out of control, and we we know that it can be lowered. Yeah. Yeah, the witnesses can change it. And there's other defense mechanisms. There's the uh, haircut rule in place. There's a lot of other things that are mm-hmm. are in place to to try to defend it in case there's some nefarious activity. So I, I think it's one of those things. And, and then, of course, it is base. It's a base layer coin. There mm-hmm. is no third party risk like you were talking about with your friend. What happens mm-hmm. if that exchange gets shut down? I mean, you know, yes. anything that's on Hive is on or- Hive. And it has happened with this exchange. I believe they have hacked it and people have lost their funds. And in, I wanted to talk also about there's a, something that can be worrying because it's giving a bad name to the, to, the, to the crypto industry in general in Mexico. There was a, a business called Cifra where you could... Uh, Supposedly, you you put your money like freeze it there for some time, and you get like, I think it was like two point five percent, but daily, a two point five percent daily guaranteed, and at the at the end, uh, what you had to earn, what you have to do to increase your possibilities to earn more, it was to invite people. So at the, they were supposedly earning from the trading for from trading, so you could say well. They began operating when Bitcoin had like, or other cryptos had like a big movement up. So they, well, it can be justified. But now that it's going down, and you, you don't know, of course, those that money comes from the new people that is. Mm. So it, it ended up being a Ponzi scheme, and I have a my my, my neighbor. Invited me to that. I have another friend that invited me. So a lot of people are, and of course, it's going to pay well in the in the beginning. It's going to pay people are, and people are going to to get to to earn a lot. The, the first ones are going to earn a lot of money, and that's the hook to get more people. So I think it's giving a bad name to to the crypto industry, and also to other business that that can be can be more more legit uh, like some 
some business that that, that use the network the network marketing for for as a way of uh, selling their products that is also i have like a i think we talked about that the, the last time i have like my uh, thoughts on that good and bad but at the end people are attracted to easy money and that's that sometimes is that's why sometimes it's hard to promote hype because they already have that that experience in the past so they will say oh it's the same as that so that's why i why when i promote hype i don't i don't tell them that they're going to to earn like guaranteed that i will tell them that it depends on their content it depends on if they do the things right and that it will take time that maybe they can earn a lot on their intro post but on the following post they maybe could could end up in zero or in a few cents so so that's why we are also we are trying to change the the way we offer hive in general because not not as not as easy money or not as something maybe promote the other the other things that we have in hive and the blogging is something extra that you are building in the in the meantime or yeah and i i think it comes back to and scams are scams and they happen in every industry and every currency i mean yes. that's just scams and that's nothing relative re, re, relegated to crypto but what we're talking about to me it talk, before that comes to sustainability it's like mm-hmm. you know when, when we talk about john noise cash and, and you were telling us about it uh, and your experience on it. And the problem I always had is, well, what happens when these large uh, Bcash uh, B whales want to stop paying? I mean, they don't want to keep sending crypto to people. What's mm-hmm. going to happen? Where is the business model? Where's the sustainability? Because and, they're sending like tips or something like that. Yeah, yeah, they were sending like tips and they were actually rewarding with upvotes, but I guess it came out of their pocket instead of mm-hmm. out of inflation because obviously mm-hmm. they, they don't control the BCH uh, uh, chain. And to me, what you end up with is you, you end up with a, a situation where in crypto we don't have, and, and this is one of the things the Speak Network team is, is obviously working on. They don't fit into this category, mm-hmm. but we have so much focus on tokenomics and cryptonomics and 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 what is the 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 inflation of the token all this other stuff we don't see business building we don't see people Uh generating revenues to get sustainable models to be able to pay people unless it's some type of ponzi scheme or unless it's some type of okay we'll tip and and john and i were talking about this uh on the last show with cal and the advertising model and people saying, well, we got to get away from that. And OK, maybe we do in mm-hmm. time. But right now there's a shitload of money that goes into online advertising. You can't argue with that. And mm-hmm. why don't crypto and, and Web3 projects tap into that, pull some of that revenue in? Then they can create a new distribution model instead of it going to Facebook or Google. They can create a new distribution model. But then you have at least a step forward to sustainability and building a business as opposed to trying to do these things that sound nice. And if you get in early, OK, you can get some money and then you can dump it. But you better get in early and get out early because this thing isn't sustainable. And we mm-hmm. see an awful lot of that. And it's 
I don't I don't think I feel I will feel well if I if I made money but uh, but then I knew that a lot of people will lose or 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 started losing a lot of money so I think at the end it's like the karma is going to <laughs> to, to <laughs> kick you in the face at, at some time at some point so so it's and also uh, talking about uh, the speak uh, network and uh, and about leo threads and uh, how familiar are you with the ceramic account uh, system that the speak network team is building how familiar are you did you because starkers told me starkers told me to to mention that <laughs> that the ceramic account could be very useful to the leo oh. threads to the Leo Threads thing. I'm laughing. I'm laughing, Eddie, because he, he he sent me a DM last night on this. It, it's like, <laughs> and, and the funny thing is, it, it's like, you know, it's like my relationship to Leo Finance is my relationship to CTP. I can give a message to Cal, I can give a message to John, but that's mm -hmm. about the extent of my influence over this. I, I, I have oh, no yes. influence. And oh, John maybe quotes because he gives the he, he forwards it on to to Blaine and then Blaine yells at John. So uh, you know that, that's <laughs> just their love hate relationship. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, I I've, I'm somewhat familiar with them. What it is, John, is ceramic is a way. Uh, it's a, it's an account management system that people can log in with your favorite MetaMask, uh, an Ethereum account, and some of these other <laughs> accounts. And what it does is it can be incorporated. So, for example, let's say CTP picked up threads. Well, does every little LOL need to be on Hive? No. So what it is is you can actually have CTP run in two databases. One, they're reading the threads that are on Hive, but you can also have threads off Hive on the ceramic network where it pulls them in together. And from the front end, it just it looks like a steady flow of, of mm -hmm. comments and, and, and information, but actually mm -hmm. it's pulling together two different databases. And the idea and Starker's uh, believes, and this is why he keeps promoting it, A, it opens up because now people can get involved with their Ethereum account and they don't have to have a Hive account. They can it's, it's opening the, the market or the, it's opening Hive to all the, uh, the Ethereum yeah. community. Yeah, and also and, and it can it, be to the Polygon community or well, the Matic, the Matic Polygon yeah. community or others. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then at the same time, not everything then is placed also on the blockchain because, as we know, especially with with microblogging, I mean, is it the end of the world if a lot of this stuff does not end up on Hive? Probably not. Mm -hmm. uh, but it comes mm -hmm. back to, to the account management and stuff like that. And that's what Ceramic can do because you have to log in with your keys to MetaMask or, or whatever you, you utilize. Uh, and the idea is also to, to let people like have a test of what Hive can do. Because if you give someone new, a, a, Hive, a normal Hive account, it can be overwhelming because now you have your posting key, now you have your active key. No, but you, wait, you have also a, an owner memo. key, a master key, and a memo key. <laughs> John's um, favorite. <laughs> and don't lose it. Because... you use that, John? To unlock certain things at the digital Hive Fest last year. Uh, <laughs> the only time I've used memo. Yes, that's... Or if I'm taking, uh, if I'm 
withdrawing or something from block trades too. Like you need that mm -hmm. for the memo key. And so the idea is to have like a test. It could be like a high flight account, something called that way. And when people start using it, maybe they can in their engagement, they can earn some elbows that go to a proxy account. And then that when you have enough enough hive, then you can create a real hive account and you can use and you will pay your three hive to create a or one hive maybe if they change it in the future to create your hive account and now you can get all the all the rest of the the keys and mm. that's that's part of the the idea and i, I believe three speak before i joined them they had like a system like that where people could comment with proxy accounts that were controlled mm -hmm. were like yeah. Three speak uh, one, three speak two. I don't remember the name, but they have something like that. And I know that also the OCD community wants to to do something similar, like that. So those are the advantages. Of course, there's still uh, part of it is already built, but there's still we still need to implement it on a, on a system. So. Mm. Yeah, I think what it's, we need to do, John, is we need to get Starkers and Cal on and let them mm -hmm. actually talk to each other instead yes. of, you know, this is the same of us three, right? Like, I mean, we got Eddie is messenger number two. Last week, Friday, was, I, I was messenger number one. Next week, John is going to be you. Uh, you know, oh, bring this up. Tell them to do this. Uh, guys, you know, guys, hold, 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 hold on, hold on. Time out, time out, time out. Let's be brutally honest. You guys have the ears of very influential people on the blockchain. I have nobody. Okay, let's be brutally honest with you. Okay, you have the ear of Cal Task, and he's got the ear of of Starkers and Dan. I, I who do I have? I have Blaine. I mean, that's who I can talk to. And he yells at you. And he yells at me. Like I mean, you know, I need some love here, man. Like I don't have the wait, ear. Wait, of anybody, wait, wait, man. wait! I told you. You say I got the ear of Cal. I, I get a DM back from Cal out of the blue, and it's ask, answering three months worth of DMs <laughs> I sent to him. So I got the ear of Cal four times a year. Uh, well, that's, yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> you beggars know, can't I, be choosers, sir. I, I went on and promoted the hell out of the show, just as I said on Friday's show, so Cal would see it, just so I knew he was showing up. I we took no to social to media. Um you know, Eddie, what needs to be done is, and, and I did give the information to mm -hmm. uh, to Starkers, is to have Voltec. This is how you do it. You have Voltec mm -hmm. build threads on 3Speak. Okay. And then you guys incorporate ceramic accounts into threads. And then you sit there and say, see what we did, Cal? Okay. Ha, 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 we got this. And then Cal is kind of forced to say, oh, wait, that's a good idea. Can we do that? Uh, and it's like, yeah. But I did send a video to him. I'll, I'll forward you this video for, it was a clip from a recent AMA. And somebody was talking about uh, Leo Talk, doing something like Leo, uh, like TikTok, but for Leo Finance. And okay. Threads. And Cal even said, well, we really haven't talked about that, but we, we could do something like that. The problem is, is we're not going to sit there and go and build out the whole infrastructure. We got to get with Freespeak because they built out the infrastructure. So he's well aware to, to go and see you guys. It's just, mm -hmm. we, there's a, there's a community, yeah. there's a community called three shorts where you can upload a uh, 60 minute, uh, 60 second videos or less. 
and we are we're starting to to have some initiatives and some information on that but it will be ideal to have because at the moment you can upload like, like a TikTok or I mean like the like a TikTok type video on Threespeak but it will look like like a vertical vertical video with a lot of space so we will need like the player to be specific for that and I think that could be done just we need to uh, we, there has to be some tool, some extra tools. And we also have to convince the developers because sometimes the, de the developers can be like, no, that, because I, I got that, that answer one day. No, that is not something we are looking for, but, but that's where the opinions, the personal opinions of the developer maybe is not on the same page of what the community wants or the community needs or the community will, will use. So we have to have like a, uh, some talks there to to show maybe uh, they, they, that there will be actual use case of that and there is actual need to do that. So I believe Dbus was 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 on the roadmap. There was something similar as that, to that as well. Mm. But there's so much possibilities. We that that's what I wrote about with with threads and and you know unfortunately. And, and John was, we were talking about this last week. Uh, I don't remember if we talked about it on air or if it was, you know, one of our, our pregame talks or something like that. But it's so important to get this stuff out in the wild, especially mm -hmm. when, you know, you got project teams that are then taking feedback from the community and, and then developing. And that's how you get innovation. That ha That's how you get growth. Unfortunately, and you see it on your end. John certainly sees it on his end. So does Cal. What happens is if you bring out an application and it's not like Facebook, it's not as clean as Twitter. It's not okay. like, mm -hmm. you know, it's an MVP and it's like everybody's expecting it to be, you know, like Twitter, which has had 15 years of updates and upgrades. And it's like, mm -hmm. how come the app doesn't work? How come it crashes? And it's like, didn't you test it? And you're like, yeah, we tested it on our test net, but, you know, you can't hit it with 10,000 pull requests and, and know if it's going to hold up till you get it out in the wild. And so I think that's kind of the catch 22 that project teams and development teams go through. And it's like, you know, things have to be proven before they're uh, 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 accepted or, or approved. But how do you prove it until it's out there? So it's kind mm -hmm. of like one person do it and, and threads. If, if, if Leo finance proves threads to be, somewhat successful, maybe CTP, maybe three speak, maybe some other front end speak D will tap into it and that'll help mm -hmm. it to grow. And then maybe they come to you guys and say, Hey, we need short form video content integration, but instead of using three speak, we want to use our, our site. You know, can we tap into your back end? Can we say, how do we do this? And you guys say, here's the technology, set up your node. There's the software, have fun, knock yourselves out. I mean that's how progress is done, and, uh, and it's like uh, it's like uh, Sarker says many times that if there are two projects working on the same thing or something very similar, it's better if they join and work together. So that's also why Starkers is always trying to to connect with other apps from Hive to to do something together because that that way we could we could get better results. Yeah. Well, the big, the big thing is is to get the infrastructure out there. And I believe uh, Speak Network, uh, 
you guys roll out your infrastructure uh, fully, you know, at least the first or second phase, then I think developers and other applications will see what's there and say, hey, we can integrate this in because the mm -hmm. infrastructure's there. Uh, and, you know, Cal did say that Speak's still building it. No, no sense in us building the infrastructure. They're okay. already working on this. So, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I think most people on Hive now, if they don't, they're pretty foolish. If you're going to want to do something with video, you got to turn to the Speak team. I mean, that that's mm -hmm. where you go to for video. You guys are building the, the infrastructure and all that stuff. So, I mean, why would anybody on Hive try to develop anything with video without talking to you guys beyond me? Yes, so yes, that's what we need, the more communication, more more integration of the of the teams. And also I'm thinking that uh, someone that was asking, I think Hive Trending was asking how many developers does Hive has. Yeah, and I think we we need more more developers and in maybe some people I, I'm not a developer, I can I can rarely call that. I, I found how to download Twitter spaces with some codes, and I feel like, I, wow, that's that's incredible for me. I, <laughs> but, I got I got blue stacks to work to be on CTT. I was happy with that. I mean, it's like mm -hmm. I did that in under like an hour. So I was impressed with myself. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. so, but I think that... Um, I think we're going in the right direction. We just need more, more, more developing, more and a little bit more of time, more time because Speak Network is, uh, for example, Voltec is very busy with many things from Speak Network. That's why sometimes he can't answer the the encoding problems on the three Speak. We need mm -hmm. another person that can handle that, that is active, and can help with the with encoding parts and, and other things. And and yes, we we were we were trying to collaborate with other developers, but it's, it seems that it was not going to go that way anymore. So let's let's keep let's keep let's keep doing. Well, that that's John's point. He has Blaine. I mean, if there were three Blaines, things for CTP would go uh, quicker. And, but, you know, you have one person doing the development, and as he just said, he's not even full-time at this point uh, mm -hmm. where he can dedicate, you know, 100% of his focus because he has other obligations at, at the moment. You know, people have to understand it. it's going to take a while for stuff for, to roll out. For and example, it, uh, I have Enrique. Enrique is uh, the guy who created, uh, uh, we created the Hive Creators. Well, mm -hmm. he he's the the main guy, but and he's a marketer, but he also knows a lot of development, and he's helping me with the notes. He's helping me with the the I have a bot that helps me pay for the delegations of the of Aliento, and and we need more people like that. <laughs> or mm -hmm. if we already have community, I I I believe that if if I focus, I could learn about coding or some coding that something that I've been postergating for a lot of time so i could learn about coding and help more but it's also <laughs> it's a challenge too well i'm sure if you give us enough time and uh, enough laptops to throw around john and i could learn coding over the next 15 <laughs> or 20 years but obviously there's a point where you know the time benefit factor is yes. maybe not just and, there and, and we have different roles too 
we have different roles for i may not be a developer but i have other roles and exactly mm -hmm. john's on camera four times a week that's the role he plays and he goes on discords and takes all the arrows from the people in discord complaining how much you know whatever they're complaining about i mean somebody's got to do that you know you do it for for um, three speak john does it for ctp somebody's got to do it mm -hmm. yeah. it's okay i'm here for it it's fun it's exciting. and I, I talked with Dan and he gave me permission to talk about a special topic. Do you know what? What topic? A uh, little do bit. I know what topic? <laughs> no, yes. I, I don't know, but I'm just impressed that uh, we, we, we're getting a Cryptomaniacs uh, scoop here, John. I, I mean, I've got to do the editing for this. I'll do like a Cryptomaniacs exclusive, like <laughs> right here. Did, and then... did you create a banner yet? It's our first one. We got to create a damn banner. We don't even yeah, have a banner I... made. Well, well, he 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 told me that we could talk about some updates from Ragnarok. Oh, Ragnarok! So some people, are, because we're be, we've been very quiet. Uh, there are some reasons, and I want to I want to express some of them. So uh, to talk about it, um, the development of the of the game is going well. We are in the final testing phase of uh, of the pets. I don't know if you if you've seen that there are going to besides the the poker element that you where you battle you will have some spells and pets that will be engaging in in the battle in the one versus one battle when the pieces find each other the chess pieces find they find each other so that's in the final steps the the development is is going well it's not it's not stopped what we have stopped is the art part because the artist that we had passed away. So he, he, the person died. <laughs> so it's uh, that's has been a setback. So we're looking for a couple of one or two artists that can help us create new, a new set, and that can help us finish the work that was previously done by the other by the other artist. So we're we're doing that at the moment, and when the when the final, when the pet, uh, the pet part is polished, uh, we're going to roll out the alpha better, the alpha, alpha, alpha test, and we will start uh, inviting some members of the community to test the the alpha test build of the game, and we are expecting that to be at, at the end of this year, before 22 ends. And there's another update. I don't know if you, I'm not sure, I'm not sure if Dan has mentioned this, that there's, we're also developing and at the moment is in the world building stage. It's, it's a project that is way off. It's more long-term, but it's an MMO based on Ragnarok. So it's a, it's a project that is going to be that, that the same, the same spells or the the same cards that you have on Ragnarok, the 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 normal game, you will be able to use them on the MMO. But in the MMO, you will create your character, and you will be able to explore explore the world. So that's that's where I've been also checking the the building of the world, and is it's uh, done with the Unreal Engine, that is a game game engine. So it's going to be it's going to look. Uh, it's going to look good. 
when, when you say MMO, you're talking multi multiplayer game? Massive multiplayer online role-playing game. MMO, okay. yes. Massive multiplayer, like, like uh, World of Warcraft or okay. EverQuest, uh, those type of well, games. Well, to go back to what you said before, I can't speak for John, but in terms of the artist, my drawing ability rivals my coding ability. So <laughs> trust me off so, that list. Too. So maybe in 15 or 20 years, you could help. <laughs> maybe it well, I could learn coding. I don't know if you can learn to draw. I think it's well, kind of you have that talent or you don't, and I certainly there, don't. <laughs> John, you're hired. I, like, look me up. I mean, you know, artist extraordinaire here. I mean, this is the, uh -huh. this is a king. I don't know if it's his hair or if it's a king crown. This is for interpretation. I I I'd use stick figures, and even my lines wouldn't be straight. So, uh, you know, I blame what that. What value do we bring at all, Task? I mean, like, what do we? Are we just weird, like leeches here? We're just, I, I don't know. We just kind of we get on camera and talk, and uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what value someone, we bring. Someone has know. to do the talking on the on the vlog. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Somebody. We we have all. Know what we do, John? We have all the great ideas, and so we forward them to Blaine. We forward them to Starkers. We forward them to to uh, Cal and say, "Get it done." Yeah. Where the, they... the idea people? You ever seen that movie Night Shift with Michael Keaton and Henry Winkler? He was like, I'm an idea man. You're dating yourself there. Sir. Yes, I am. I'm going back to like Michael about Keaton and Henry Winkler, the Fonz. Wow. And Batman. And, wow. and the woman who was um, Diane on Cheers before she was Diane on Cheers. Um, well, that that's good. Uh, you know, the reason why uh, Dan probably allowed you to throw that out is because I... I on Leo Glossary, I, I started a Ragnarok page. Okay. So uh, actually, you could be a great help. It, it seems like you have a lot of familiarity with the game and the terms and what spells are and what pets are and things of that nature. So maybe I'll have to send some of this to you. And if you have some time, you could write up quick description so I could get that posted as to what the different things are. So, uh, you know, we, we're... It, it gives people a reference point ultimately where to go to and also to help me, you know, hopefully with the search engine rankings for Ragnarok and, and things of that nature that they get a little attention uh, for that even before the game's released. So uh, that's pretty cool. And yeah, the, the, the MMO game uh, that could be pretty incredible if it evolves into something like that. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, a lot of good stuff. I mean, we know that John and I have, people on every every week who are involved in different things and some are major projects like Ragnarok others are little community focused things but it all adds up in our opinion and if someone if so if someone from the guys that are listening knows know an artist please uh, you can contact me and we can we can see if you are an artist or know one uh, someone that is an artist artists especially if he, if they are in, on hive or they accept crypto as payment the the thing here is that dan is funding the game at the moment so he's mm -hmm. paying for the developer and he's paying the developers he he was paying the artist before he died and uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he said that he starts laughing before he died I mean, oh. well i mean it's it's more complicated than that, but <laughs> and 
And so it's it's better if someone that they are accepting crypto. So we're not looking for a pro. We're not looking for a pro that will we will have to pay hundred thousands of dollars for for the for the work. We're looking for someone that maybe is starting that can can be good enough. So we're not we're not looking for the best <laughs> for the best person to be the artist. Someone that is so well, to keep that in mind. Well, well, my question is, what, when you say good enough, and now that you saw John's artwork, where just so we have a range, <laughs> where does John's artwork range in the good enough level? Is, is that just below, just above, way below, way above? <laughs> uh, should somebody aim a little bit higher than what John did? Yeah, do a little bit more than what I did, guys. Yeah, yeah. But but John, if you had different color pencils, you might that might be an incredible drawing, dude. Because we know it. that we know that my wife is an artist, so we we know that it's a, it's not easy to to do all of this. But the thing is, my my wife doesn't is not the style. It's not the her her drawing is not the style that Ragnarok needs. So it's mm -hmm. a little bit complicated. But maybe she can she can help with the with the coloring. So we are we're looking into that. We're we're working. We we want to to finish that part of the art so we can have more because the art has to be done before the NFTs are are rolled out. So mm. that's kind of a bummer. I can't help with color, and I could never say in the side the lines on that either. So I mean, yeah, there, there's tons going on um i mean it's it's i'm just as bullish as i've ever been about hive and everything being mm -hmm. built here um and um it works because there's guys like you eddie that are you know busting your butt every day and helping this community grow and you know i'm not gonna try i'm trying not to get too warm and fuzzy here you know not trying to get too emotional but i mean it's <laughs> this is what no this is really yeah. what's gonna make this thing you know explode yeah. is is the people and the, the efforts of hundreds and thousands of people mm -hmm. and some making and there are a lot of, some making small effort there are a lot of people contributing yeah. and i have a lot of of good friends that are contributing mm -hmm. they are we're putting our our little or little or small uh grain of salt to to help and, build this and that's one of the things we, we like to do on here, Eddie. We want to put a spotlight on all the different contributions to different projects, what people are doing, because it, it all feeds into the same trough. And, uh, you know, you get somebody uh, like yourself who is kind of behind the scenes. You're a low-key guy. You're a very calm guy. Uh, in contrast to who we have on next week, John Jimmy uh, Adamus, who's a little <laughs> bit—he's yep, yep. a little bit more high strung, uh, a little bit more intense, uh, and that's fine. I mean, we we need both, and all are providing contributions. And but both of you are cutting from the same mold. You mm -hmm. just look at things and say, "Where can I make an impact?" And then you just go to it and do it, and it's like that's it. Uh, any questions from the peanut gallery, John? Anybody have any comments? Any questions? Anything no. You want to know no, it was good. It was good. Um, good show, and um, yeah, looking forward to seeing everything being being built on Speak and Ragnarok. I mean, obviously, we're raving fans of it. 
and um looking forward to it man and everything that's going on too with with uh with hive creators um mm-hmm. uh, you know that's that's we may, much needed we may we still have funds from the proposal and mm-hmm. we may if we if those funds we we run out of those funds we will may do another great another proposal mm-hmm. to for that so uh, also uh, guilty parties is helping a lot he's helping a lot with the with the coordination of many events he nice. you know that he has the with with other people they they have the the value plan account that at mm-hmm. the moment will use most of the funds for the high fest <laughs> because that is a lot of a lot of uh, of funds are going to be used for that and mm-hmm. also we are going to create an initiative to give away i believe four four tickets to high fest mm-hmm. in the that's why i was asking but oh very nice but yeah. the, the problem is yeah, my country getting, getting there too because it's far <laughs> it's very far it ain't where, cheap where, where to go to amsterdam so. amsterdam yeah it's in amsterdam well i ain't it ain't cheap so i think john and i will be watching it on video mm-hmm. yeah but I we'll can. be cheering everybody on because yeah. we are i'm there in spirit Let's say, hey, who knows? Maybe if the the government relaxes their rules and regulations here, I'll see what I can do. But hey, maybe, maybe when when is that? How, when it's a while down the road, right? November, no, September. No, September in one month. Yeah, it's like a month from now. September, and then then Splinterfest is October, first week in October. Maybe John will have a uh, a thread fest on it, and uh, we'll get on. Uh, We'll get on uh, threads and we'll we'll talk as the speakers are going. We'll have a party. I'm doing a dance fest, okay? I don't thread. I dance. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, going back to yesterday, last night's show, it didn't seem like uh, Blame was too receptive to the dancing John icon to remind people to 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 pay their to pay their HBD. That was my. I'm saying just have something that just comes across your screen. It's a dancing John. You yeah. owe us money if you want to stay upgraded. Yeah, uh, uh, uh. it'd be great. And just dance across the screen. No, okay. Eddie, uh, on that note, is there anything you wanted to add that you're involved in? Three Speak, Ragnarok, Hive in general, anything that you, you want to cover that we did not cover here? Hmm. Well, we talked about uh, we talk about the Speak Network also uh, to let uh, people know that they now can delegate their larynx to another operator. Okay. That's something yep. that big thing uh, one day. If and if you are an old operator, it's better to lock your larynx than to delegate them, so that can to to lock them in your in your node. And for example, we have we, with Dan and Enrique, Enrique's helping, we have the uh, an account called TMCD, that stands for They Call Me Dan, slash uh, uh, SPK, well, SPK, SPKCC. And that account already has 17 speak tokens. So speak tokens are starting to roll out. And at, at the moment, that's 
very uh, the distribution is very small, but with time it will increase. And also in the future we will be able to delegate larynx not only to node operators of the speak the speak claim chain, but also to CDNs and validators and to encoding nodes and more in the future. So that's something that will be rolling out uh, little by little. And that's, uh, I think that's it. The, if, if you have spare votes, we, <laughs> we, you can support us with, with our witness. That's uh, with, 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 uh, with those rewards, we are also creating initiatives for the community. Oh, we have something that I was missing. It's most for this, the Hispanic community, but we began a challenge called in Spanish, uh, Reto Morphosis, which is like a metamorphosis challenge. And the challenge is to achieve your, your ideal body like a challenge to to start exercising and to eat better and to be more healthy. And that challenge will be on the Hive. So we are challenging people to to make an introduction post or like a uh, sign up post where they can share their details. If, if, of course, that's uh, it's not it's uh, something that takes some photos and and to put some goals to maybe reduce a few a few pounds or a few some kilos <laughs> some kilos and to the idea is to have a better body because we know that in hive we are if we work in hive like most of us are all, all the day in the computer we that that thing can that lifestyle can create us in the future health problems so that's why this <laughs> this challenge was created we are going to be like three months and we want to rest for the holidays. And in January, we might, if things go well, we might create another challenge to, to another three or four months to, in January to, to re- work off that holiday food. Uh, okay, exactly. So that's something that, that's a, that's, that was an idea from a community member that he came to me and he said, Hey, hey let's, let's create this challenge. And, and I'm putting some high, some liquid hive for the prices, and we're cur- curating content and everything. So at the moment, we don't have a lot of entries yet, like maybe five, only like five. But we expect to in the coming days to have more people joining. So that's the the invitation. If anyone wants to to join, or to join in the next one. Very nice. It's, it's going to be it's mm-hmm. going to be fun. I, 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 that, that way I'm pushing myself to, to start doing some exercise and eat better because I have gained some weight in the last couple of, a couple of, of years. Dude, I've been working from home behind my computer for over 20 years now. And okay. last year I got diagnosed type two diabetic. So okay. trust me, sedentary lifestyles, sitting behind a computer, it adds up. It really mm-hmm. does. So definitely, man, get out there, get moving. And use the ActiveFit app, a great way to okay. get rewarded and motivate yourself yes. to get out there and get your steps. That's up. something that we're missing, but we will we will see if we can maybe have a collaboration with them with, within the challenge. Nice. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Thanks yeah, for coming, I would, man. I would, I would suggest talking to Farhad. He'll probably mm-hmm. team up with you on something like that. 
Jess, uh, maybe for this one, it may be, it might be difficult because we already started, but for the next one, we can, I have, I have, I have talked with, with him before. Uh, so, because he was uh, uploading some videos to three speak, but I, I have contact with him. Yeah, well, we appreciate you taking the time out and, and coming on and, and giving us all the, that you're involved in and giving us updates and an exclusive. Uh, my I'm pleasure. I feel so special now. I know. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> Thanks for coming. You're welcome. Thank you for the invitation. It was, uh, it was great to, to be here. Thanks for listening to the Cryptomaniacs podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show and look forward to hanging out with you again next week.